This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Your Money on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Your Money, Series XM to 132 Business Radio that's powered by the Wharton School. I'm Kent Smethers. I'll be joining you again by Zoom until we can resume live shows. But in the meantime, you can connect with me by going to my website, kentonmoney.com. And adults age 18 to 24, known as Generation Z, they are graduating from high school and starting a, a college or going directly into a career. And now is really the time where they may be getting to feel a measure of financial independence for the first time. But the question is, what are they doing with it? So today's guest is going to talk about that and um, tell us what she's discovered in her research. And I'm welcome to the show, Anna uh, Staples, and she is a writer for Bankrate, and she has two expert columns that aim to offer financial education encouragement to young people, one called Swiping Right. On creditcards.com, another one green and growing on bank rate. Anna also covers credit card news and discusses women's finance uh, on the website creditcard.com um, on the area called uh, To Her Credit. Uh, welcome to the show, Your Money, Anna. Hi, Kent. How are you doing today? Good, thanks. And so, readers of your columns are Generation Z, as we talked about earlier, ages 18 to 24. Uh, what's the one thing they're probably most worried about right now? Uh, I think Gen Z right now are very, very scared of debt. I looked at the data that we gathered from the last year and this year, and they're really trying to stay away from it. Uh, For instance, last May, 45% of Gen Zers had no debt prior to the pandemic or during the pandemic. Um, And the main source of their debt is naturally student loans. And they kind of avoid credit cards at this point, and they use uh, debit cards to pay for, you know, common purchases such as gas and groceries and restaurants and whatnot. And uh, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, they are having to delay some financial milestones, such as uh, pursuing career opportunities. Uh, 21% of genders uh, had to do that, um, and another 21% decided to wait before furthering their education. So they're very cautious. They're staying very careful because they've seen millennials struggle. They're seeing what's going on. And this is the impression that I'm getting from them. Yeah. And it's certainly often the stereotype that Gen Z generation doesn't really care so much about debt. They're you know, spending all the time. In fact, it's, it's simply not true. They're often good savers. So you know, what's your overall impression of how you know, young people are handling their finances? Uh, I mean, I am glad that they're cautious, uh, but I am feeling that they're kind of lacking the financial education because, yes, they're careful of debt, but they also aren't working much on their savings, unfortunately. And uh, 32% of Gen Z didn't have any savings in the pandemic and 20% reduced their savings. And I suppose that is sort of natural because they're just starting out. Of course, they don't have much saved. But at the same time, this is the very important stepping stone in your financial life. You have to 
have your emergency fund, you have to have some savings to cover an emergency because otherwise this is actually how you get into debt. You know, your first reaction is to, you know, reach for your credit card and pay for, you know, whatever expense is happening to you right now. Yeah, and, certainly, certainly yeah. the case that, you know, everybody could be saving more relative to some other ages though. Um, we, we know that a lot of the different ages are not saving that well. What's the comparison that you've seen with other age groups? Uh, I think uh, it is true. Um, it is generally a problem for every generation, the savings. Uh, but I think millennials uh, actually, you know, we learned the hard way and we have actually been saving in the pandemic and more millennials have saved in the pandemic uh, comparing to the millennials that have reduced their savings, which is that can be said about any other generation except for the silent generation. They're the only one other generation that uh, saved more than they uh, reduced their savings. And, um, but yes, um, it is definitely a problem uh, we see across every generation. And uh, a lot of Americans can't even cover a $1,000 emergency. Yeah. And so let's talk about finding work. I mean, in particular, go to many restaurants now, go to even doctor's offices, and the admin is often not there anymore. Uh, it, there's it's kind of this missing labor force in a lot of restaurants. In fact, still in, full, in the uh, uh, Pennsylvania area, they're drive-through only, not because of the pandemic anymore, but simply they can't get the help uh, to actually open up fully. So what, what are you seeing in, in the data in terms of Gen Z in particular? Are they part of the staying out of the labor force right now or are they, they looking for work? Um, I know that the pandemic um, had, you know, it had an impact on them in a way that they had to delay some career opportunities. Um, I think I mentioned it was 21% of Gen Zers that had to do that. And um, I heard the opinion that uh, they uh, they have some sort of expectations on what they want to do. Uh, but of course, um, because of the economic situation right now, they might not be able to get the jobs that they want, but they're also not eager to take on the jobs like, you know, the, you know, waiters and uh, customer service and stuff like that. Uh, but my advice would be to continue to look for the one job that you want, but still uh, work the jobs that are available to you at the moment and um, start saving finally. Yeah. And so them being cautious of debt right now and credit cards, things like that, are they missing out on the opportunity to build their credit score or is that something they should worry about later? Uh, absolutely. The sooner you start building your credit score, the better. And I understand that, um, you know, they may feel safer just paying with a debit card for everything. And uh, it's not that they just miss out on credit card rewards, which is, of course, also the case. But um, the younger you are when you start building your credit, the better, because the age of your credit also a credit factor. And uh, I think uh, once they graduate college or even once they're, they're in college, um, it's a good time to start practicing good credit behaviors because uh, later along the way, you will thank yourself for having started so early and for, you know, just being used to using your credit cards responsibly, your credit score will thank you for that. Yeah. And so let's talk about this reaching into financial independence. It's something that a lot of younger people are always worried about. Like, how do I, like you said, they're leaving homes or they're going to college, they're going for jobs. Ultimately, they want to be independent. What are some of the big important steps that they need to take to 
uh, reach uh, financial independence? I think, of course, the first and most important step is to educate themselves um, because uh, if they don't have the basic knowledge of different areas of finance, such as savings and credit and budgeting and all those other good things, um, you know, they don't really know or what, what they should be doing, where they should be going uh, on their financial path. Um, and after that, that, the second step, of course, would be to start saving because your uh, emergency fund is your sort of financial immunity. Um, you know, whatever happens, you have that to fall on. And after that, they can think about credit. They can think about um, even investing um, at, at a later point. So the main thing for them is just to really educate themselves and um, become safer in their financial lives. And, and certainly we know Gen Z gets a lot of information, knowledge from social media, including financial advice. I mean, good thing, bad thing, are there better sources? Obviously, you guys at Bankrate and so forth do a lot of work in this area yourself. But is there a problem with social media uh, being the main platform with younger people getting advice today? Uh, it's a good thing and a bad thing, uh, depending on how you look at it and depending on each particular person looking at their social media feeds and, you know, reading the advice there. And uh, in fact, social media is indeed the main um, source for Gen Z to get their financial advice. 28% of them learn uh, exclusively from social media, which is still better than not getting any advice at all, which 22% of Gen Zers, um unfortunately don't. But I think it's very important to uh, be mindful of, of uh, who you're hearing this information from. Uh, why are they telling you this information? Can you really trust them? What are their credentials? And uh, uh, on Bankrate, we are actually trying to reach that generation on TikTok. So uh, we are one of the, you know, the resources that you can trust. And I think the younger generation should really check their resources um, you know on their feeds before just blindly trusting the information they're hearing yeah no i completely agree with that anna thanks so much for coming on the show today thank you for having me ken and you can find more about anna and her work at going to the bankrate website which is simply bankrate.com and um again that was anna uh, staples and find her again at bankrate Com. This is Kent Smothers. You're listening to your Money Business Radio Series XM 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.